Welcome back to Throwback with Jack. Today, September 9th in 1899, French Captain Alfred Dreyfus was sentenced on unjust grounds. Let's examine this. A son of a wealthy Jewish textile manufacturer, Alfred Dreyfus rose to the rank of captain in the French army in 1889. Five years later, after being assigned to the war ministry, he was accused of selling military secrets to the German military attaché and sentenced to life imprisonment on December 22, 1894. However, the proceedings were based on specious evidence, which I will get to later. And now it's important to note that Dreyfus and his family always maintained his innocence. The main factors were the press and the public, whose anti-Semitic faction welcomed the verdict and the sentence. La Libre Parole, a newspaper, used Dreyfus to symbolize the supposed disloyalty of French Jews. And unsurprisingly, doubts grew, mostly because of the specious evidence. Lieutenant Colonel Georges Picard found evidence that Major Ferdinand Walson Esterhazy was engaged in espionage, and Esterhazy's handwriting was found on the letter that had incriminated Dreyfus. Picard was then removed from his post, presumably because his superiors did not want to do any work, and there was a cover-up. It gets worse. Esterhazy had been inventing evidence and spreading false rumors, and Major Hubert Joseph Henri the discoverer of the original letter attributed to Dreyfus had been forging new documents and suppressing others. So, I feel like nowadays, if this were to happen, this case would get immediately thrown out of court and dismissed. Needless to say, no one knew who or what to believe. So, somehow, Esther Hazy, the guy who had been inventing evidence and spreading false rumors, was acquitted, and Picard was arrested military cover-up. Then, on January 13, 1898, novelist Emile Zola wrote an open letter published under the headline Jacuzzi, accusing the army of covering up its mistaken conviction of Dreyfus and of acquitting Esterhazy on the orders of the Ministry of War. Now, the letter divided France into two camps. Dreyfusards wanted Dreyfus to be exonerated, while anti-Dreyfusards were against it. The Dreyfusards saw the issue as freedom of the individual against national security, while anti-Dreyfusards saw it as an attempt by France's enemies to discredit the army. Now, anti-Semitic riots broke out in the provinces, and the government was pressed by anti-Dreyfusards to prosecute Zola, who was then found guilty of libel, sentenced to a year in prison, and fined 3,000 francs. Major Henri confessed to the forgeries in 1898 at the end of August, and then committed suicide. So, feel like Dreyfus is in the clear here. No. And now in panic, Esterhazy fled to Belgium and then London. And Henri's confession forced Dreyfus's case to be revisited, and on September 9th, 1899, the verdict came down. Guilty. Somehow. But he was then pardoned by the President of the Republic, which doesn't really make sense, because if he was going to be pardoned, why go through that entire charade? Of course, yes, it is symbolic, but if you're going to go through that, then at least make him innocent. But no, they found him guilty. So Dreyfus accepted the pardon, but he wanted to prove his innocence, which he did in 1906. He was reinstated in the army on July 22, 1906, and rose to major before retiring to the reserves. 
He was ultimately called to active duty during the First World War and served as a lieutenant colonel and commander of an ammunitions column. He retired after the war to obscurity, basically, like no one knew who he was. And France didn't declare him innocent until 1995. So was the life of Alfred Dreyfus. Dreyfus.